I find myself on the planet Ogo, part of an intellectual elite preparing to subjugate the barbarian hordes on Pluto. But even though this is totally convincing reality for me in every way, nevertheless, Ogo is actually a construct of my psyche. This is the science fiction rating system. Those are the words of L.J. Washington. And this is the <laughs> podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity. My name is Sam Draper, and I'm joined on a sunny, crisp October morning by Chris Redding. Hello. And Alex Humphrey. Hey there. How's everyone today? Yeah, not bad. Good. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Good. Um... We're kind of getting back in the swing of regular recordings, which is good. It's been a while, hasn't it, since we've been out. Uh, yeah, it has. God, yeah. Um, we did that one. We just, just did one, which was really yeah. weird. That's yeah, odd just to do th- one. Throwing us off a bit, but we're back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get into today's film, uh, it was New York Comic Con last week, and there was a new trailer for Picard. Have you both seen the new trailer for Picard? Oh, no, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I've seen the old one, so I'm happy for you to spoil whatever was oh, on. I have... Uh, glanced at it <laughs> um, when Riker turned up I was like I was so excited so, don't get the impression that it's going to be like all the old characters are in for about five minutes aren't they yeah because I I yeah I think it's going to be a bit lame in the sense of that it's going to be a load of like flashbacks and holodeck shit no, that's with him. Like, I don't think like it is. Data. Oh, the data. Um, the data, stuff. data looks weird, doesn't he? Though data looks terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's flashbacks necessary. I think it's. But him. I like how what's good about it is they're actually. It's got all the canon stuff which we know, yeah. like the Enterprise yeah. D and all that, and because we haven't seen that for like yonks yeah. because it's all been rebooting mm. and rehashing yeah. and yeah, new Federation badge. Uh, yeah, but it was it's kind of like the one, the future one that they use totally, yeah. in the series, right? And you see, like, Picard's got a Romulan badge on. Oh. Is that what that is? I think so, yeah. Ooh, oh, I can't wait. About them? My, my theories, far, my long-out theory, theories, which hopefully they'll be right. I'm normally quite good yep. at guessing things. Um, Go. <clears throat> the kids who have the uh, ship, which help him out... Mm. I think the ship's going to be called Picard oh. because Star Trek series are normally named after the ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what else? Um, oh yeah, I thought that Admiral was some some Admiral fr- some ensign from Voyager. Oh, it was it. You know the one he meets. Ah. Who, who looks like Meryl Streep? Yeah, hey, I recognise um, her. I think she is. A secondary character from Voyager, mm-hmm. which would be like the Seven of Nine link up. Um, I mean, um, it's going to be Borg related, isn't it? Because Hughes in it as well. The Borg. Oh, big time. Mm. Um, I quite like the Borg stories. Though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And the Romulan like stuff. Um, got really interesting that like, how they were kind of at peace with Romulans, but not really. Like, if that's, that's, that's changed, that'll be good as well. So, mm. yeah. Like you well, say, the theory it's, is that they they saved them from the explosion, yeah, right, which started the JJ verse, yeah. oh, going. It's good to get back to like Proper a Star Trek. Trek that yeah that people know. Like you've they've tried, like you say, they've tried this other stuff, you it know, it, Discovery. They've <laughs> done rubbish. the JJ stuff. People, there's people that like it. There's people that don't, and now try something different. Why not? I just hope we you get know? some DS9 cameos. I want some uh, major Kieran Reese action in there. That's all I want. Like, he has to visit DS9 and she's still in charge or something. That'd be good. And apparently they've already commissioned the second series of this as well. 
Oh, which is strange okay. because he can't have too much in him, can he? Because he's bloody ancient. No. So they've got. To, I hope they've got an ending written that's like. Well, they've got to pass on to this new crew, really, haven't they? Oh, I hope not. And I hope it just ends. That's why I'm thinking, like, if it's the ship's called that. Or Carol out oh, at the end of it. Yeah. Oh, Chris, yeah. that's yeah. so clever. Then they can keep calling it. They could have called it anything. It could have called it Kirk, couldn't they? They could have called it bloody. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Spock. Yeah. Oh, oh um, well done, Chris. I think it's a nice idea, but I don't, I don't think they'll do it just because people, I think people will be happy with that. He's the draw, surely. Yeah, like you That's can't put him in and then take him out and people expect him to still stay there. I don't think it'll mm. work like that. But it's a nice idea. I, I, I agree. I think that's a good call on the ship being called Picard. Because mm. uh, if, if they are them kids from the uh, Enterprise, which have got back together, mm. they, would, they, they would flip in love him, wouldn't they? Mm. I just want a spin-off that's just Riker on his, like, in that house where he was with uh, Troy. <laughs> just doing a cookery show. Like a, yeah, like a, like a um, like home improvement sort of thing, like just building something, you know. <laughs> like a really normal. cheesy sitcom. Honey, yeah. I'm yeah. home. And like Worf's like in the next door. You want to use three-inch nails for this. Yeah. <laughs> the wolf pops over the fence. She could, like, sense this. Oh, I'm sensing you're upset. Ooh, like that. I just want starships. I don't want fucking... I don't want cabins. <laughs> I want to see the Enterprise. I want to see... Yeah, I mean they're going to save the Enterprise for yeah for during the season, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, or the ending. It's the second series. It probably end right like with the yeah. discovery. Mm. Anyway, yeah. I want I want to see what's going on there. It's exciting stuff. We'll probably have some special spoiler casts around the time next February. Is it? Next there was January, also another yeah. Discovery. Yeah, trailer. fuck that day's shit. Not interesting. Oh really? Enough. That's coming. <laughs> that's coming back again. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought they'd kind of tied it all up nicely, but okay. Well, and there's some shorts starting tomorrow, I think. Mm, okay. The short tomorrow looks really good. It's like a comedy one set mm. on another ship where they uh, discover tribbles. Uh, okay. And it turns into like a bit of an alien theme type thing where tribbles are taking over the ship. It, oh, looks, okay. it looks quite good. Okay. If you watch the trailer. Yeah, I'll check that out. Sam there. I'm there. I'm just not getting involved. <laughs> I, uh, I don't need to pretend to like it anymore because I've got a proper no, trip you, back. So, uh, no, you don't need oh, to. Oh, come on. A triple, triple story. I've got my triple story. It's the one in DS9. That's, that one's brilliant. Mm. The trouble with triples. Yeah. Great stuff. Mm. Right. Let's get off track on to today's podcast. Uh, the link today was that Brad Pitt has a film out, Ad Astra. Have you seen Ad Astra? Is it out yet? It's out. I've heard about it. I was going to say it last night, but I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that. Well, I think I'd like Chris to see it because I've heard that it basically kind of goes along this kind of very two thousand and one, very like oh, it's real science fiction, and then it just Mm. does some absolutely stupid things Mm. that are like completely not. That my my friend at work said there may as well be space monsters in it because it's that ridiculous. Why do you want Chris to see it specifically? Because I want I want I like because he's got that science mind. I want to see him. I want to see him. I can take I can take a leap to space monsters. I thought you said it would appeal to you because it's nonsense. No, no, but I think I think he'll be more mad by the fact that it tries to be serious and then does really silly things that in aren't. some ways I might quite like that oh, okay. I do like how they how jumps happen yeah mm. okay well in, in yeah. disbelief well anyway yeah. uh, he's got one of the science fiction film to his credit and that's 12 Monkeys and that's what mm-hmm. we're watching today um, so have either of you seen 12 Monkeys before I'd imagine so Yes, a very long yeah. time ago. A very long time ago. Yeah, yeah. and I couldn't Same. really remember what I thought about it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I couldn't even remember the film. <laughs> I got mixed I got mixed up between another one, like a spoof thing. Oh. I can't remember what it was called. Okay. Uh, yeah, 
gun. Um, yeah, so this is a film from 1995, directed by Terry mm-hmm. Gilliam, who um, <clears throat> has done a lot of stuff, most of it not very good. We have some nice ideas. <laughs> uh, his probably most notable other science fiction credit is Brazil, which mm. this owes a lot to. Um, we'll get to that, no doubt. It's based on a film called Le Jeti. Have either of you seen that? Yes, I have. think I have seen that. Yeah. It's a series of stills, isn't it? Pretty it's not much, really yeah. A, there's a little a bit yeah. of action in it, but yeah, mostly stills. It's a sh- short film. Yeah, it? it is short, yeah. 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 Have you seen it, Chris? Uh, I think I have, yeah. It's uh, I I have, yeah. yeah. It's one that's definitely worth watching. I'm, I'm guessing it's on YouTube or something if people at home want to see it. It's, mm. it's um, very old, but it's... Um, Produ- production company Argos Films. <laughs> classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good film with a good twist, which this, this film is actually surprisingly faithful to. And expands on interesting ways. So, um, the general pitch is that we're in 1997. Five billion people have died from a deadly virus. Those that are left live underground, and mm. uh, the the authorities are trying to head back in time to do something about this virus. They're not really. It's not really clear to start what, and they have to uh, pick volunteers in quotation marks from. Mm. I think is it just from convicts, ex-convicts? Is it? Yeah, they seem to be yeah. in prison, don't they? Yeah, they, they mentioned he killed a lot of people. Um, yeah, yeah. So Bruce Willis is the convict in question, um, James Cole, who heads back in time. Um, so right from the start, this film in the future has got a really interesting visual style, hasn't it? Mm, and yeah. Have you both seen Brazil? I haven't. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Brazil actually. It is. I mean. Chris, it is Brazil, isn't it? It looks just like Brazil in in some shots, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. I mean, for me, the art direction on Brazil is the the, the thing about gold it, gold standard. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, um, yeah. It's actually the same team who made Brazil. He got this back together. The same cinematographer. Yeah, my friend Valerie, who works on most of Terry Gilliam's stuff back in the day, she she worked on. Oh, right. oh wow, well, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, um, and it's just an interesting. I mean, because they're not explicitly set in the same world, and there's actually a loose trilogy of these films now. There's another film. Have either of you seen um, The Zero Theorem? No. No, no nor me, which is a Terry film from 2013, which mm. is apparently the end of this Orwellian triptych, and it's got the same sort of set design again as this. Mm, okay. So I'd be interested in okay, watching okay. that. Um, yeah. In classic... I'll tell you what, when we, get, when we do Brazil, yeah. I'll get Valerie in on it as well. Oh, Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be exciting. Really good. Yeah, 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 that'd be good. Yeah. That's probably the best one to get her in on, I think, mm. for our Oh, purposes. brilliant, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like Brazil. I, I like um, yeah. the guy of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, who is in this as well. I can't remember his name. He's in Brazil. Uh, Simon Jones. Oh, okay. You know, that is, he's, he's Arthur Dent in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's got a great voice for this kind of thing. There's a great monologue he does in Brazil, which I sampled on something, which is really, uh, he's mm. got a great voice. Anyway, so that's the whole set. So it's kind of like... It's weird because you don't stay very long at the start, but it's, it's not as dark as Brazil, though. I no, think, it's not. You no. know, it's it's it's, but it is a similar style. There's a lot of Dutch angles going on all the time. Hell of a lot, yeah. And the, and the way yeah. that the screens are used, and they've all got like like glasses yeah. with twelve pairs and things like that. Mm. Oh yeah, I love all that shit. Um, yeah, it's a lot like uh, what was the film with Richard o- Dark City? Also, is a similar yeah. sort of style, doesn't oh, yeah. it? It's that yeah. kind of steampunky yeah. look. Yeah, um, it's also it also feels quite a lot like. Um, Oh, I am legend when he's out and about in the 
like in the in the city and things like it's just like weird like animals everywhere and it had a bit of i know i am legend obviously ripped this off but it's kind of got that feel of like the desolation of like you know he's the last because no one goes to surface he's like the last man around yeah but i mean i think this is when the film is like strongest maybe it's a good strong start you think this bit yeah i I do like how it drops you straight in and you don't know what's going on Mm. and they don't they waste no time in getting to him being hooked up and taken to go back in time um, yeah, and the film gets going for real. Before we go back in time, uh, did you read about the lawsuit in relation to a seat? I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did read about that. Yeah, no, tell me, tell me. So you know when he's in, he's got like a silver chair that goes up a wall, and they put the big video screen in front of him to interrogate him. You know, and he's like called chained mm-hmm. up Bruce Willis. Well, that chair was a was designed. Well, it wasn't designed by Lebius Woods, who's an architect who claims that his work, the Neo-Mechanical Tower, brackets, upper Mm. chamber, uh, (laughs) was the direct inspiration for that chair. Mm. Um, So direct, they had to settle with him uh, for a high six-figure cash settlement, according to Wikipedia, just because of that chair. Wow. Which is nuts. I mean, Um, I wonder, do you think someone just saw it and went, oh, I've seen this really cool chair we could put in? Like, totally, totally. I mean, it has like, to be. When, I mean, when you concept in a film, they'd be getting stuff yeah. all over the place, wouldn't they? So they would have, yeah. they would have just... Terry Gilliam has the worst look, though, doesn't he? Like... He does, he really does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have either of you watched uh, The Man from the Mancha? No. The film no, about the making no. of his Don Quixote film? Yeah. No. Oh, is it, I think it might be called The Man Who... Is it called The Man from the Mancha? Anyway. It's called something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and Johnny Depp's and that and stuff. And that's about him trying to make a Don Quixote film. And that film is incredible. But like that is the... Like everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Like the sets collapse in a freak storm. His <laughs> his lead guy breaks his legs full about to film. Money falls through. It's like it, you can just yeah. see why he looks so tired, really, because everything's so <laughs> hard for him to do. Um, but yeah, so we we leave that and anyway. we go back in time to uh, nineteen ninety. And my overriding memory of this film was Bruce Willis with spit coming out his mouth, which mm. it happens <laughs> quite a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it does happen. Yeah, um, I mean, he's got he, that's he, acting. Well, I read that uh, Terry Gilliam gave Bruce Willis a list of Willis acting cliches not to be used during the film, oh, right. including the steely blue eyes look. Yeah. So I think he kind of like really pushed Bruce Willis to like not be Bruce Willis because it's quite an odd role for Bruce Willis, isn't it? It's not yeah. really you wouldn't expect him to be cast. I think I think in fact like he, I think he probably I think he had to take he didn't to get paid cut, until. Yeah, well, he didn't get paid until after the film came out or something like that. Yeah. So, um, um, And it's funny because obviously with Brad Pitt, you assume, because this came out after all Brad Pitt's big films came out, you assume he was big name as well. But in fact, it was made before, before like it. Seven and Into the Vampire. Yeah. So he wasn't yeah, actually famous. He actually did quite a good variety of mm. roles. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was taking all sorts of things, yeah. Yeah, so my, my question to you here is, what do you think of uh, Bruce Willis's performance? Because this is, when he comes back in time for the first time and he's they've got him in jail, he's, he's attacked people, and he's yeah. rocking backs and forwards, covered in blood, uh, semi-naked, spit everywhere. This is the mo- the least Bruce Willis-y bit of the film, I think. Yeah. What do you think of his performance overall? Do, do you enjoy Bruce Willis in this? I'm a, I like Bruce Willis anyway. So I like cruddy Bruce Willis, so I like this Bruce Willis. Because I think he, he can act. I think if, when pushed, he can act. Uh, I just think he's kind of a lazy, I think he's a lazy star. I think he just goes for, like, you know, the traditional Bruce Willis roles. But, um, he's a good actor, though. He just t- he completely yeah. owns... You're, you're not under any 
I get I get sucked in. I'm not yeah. there going. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Why am I looking at Bruce Willis? Yeah. No, I think it's a good performance, and it, it's not really his fault that he got known for that kind of John McClane. You know, they, yeah. he was very typecast for a while. Well, I think the, the reason he was because he was the best at that role, at acting that role, wasn't he? Like mm. Die Hard, is such a good film because he's not like just a face of slab of meat, like like Swartz no. or something. He's like an everyman, and he plays yeah. it really well, doesn't he? Like he does. Yeah. Um, mm. It is a shame that like he doesn't seem to make anything good anymore, does he? Not really. Not and for a long time. In Looper, I thought he was awful in that. Like he just seemed really tired. It's <laughs> probably quite an old film now, but like that's the kind of role where you think he should be like really into it, and he just yeah. seemed like knackered. Like, oh, I've had enough of this. No, but I, I mean, can't. Because then they'll dig, they get cast by a generation of people who just want that old. They only see them as that John mm. McClane Terminator yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah, these guys. Yeah. Actually, he's good in uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Have you seen that? The Boys oh, uh, no, Anderson oh, no. film. He's like a, I think he's a scout leader in that or something. He's quite. Oh, yeah, okay. but you know, he's just playing a pretty quirky role. Yeah, but he's, he's doing that though. Is good, isn't it? Because they're not really act. I, them films, people don't acting them. They do. They kind of no. It's it's like play acting because it's all like got too much quirk going on. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Is uh, is quirk a bit like sass for you, Chris? You don't like it? It's like, yeah, I mean, it's just all names just quirking about. Yeah. <laughs> quirking it off. Definitely in yeah. some instances. Tilda Swinton is guilty of that, for sure. In oh, stores. yeah. Um, yeah. you got Goldblum there quirking. Oh, no, that's just Goldblum being Goldblum, isn't it, though? <laughs> True. Um, True. The, uh, the only reason to get Disney Plus, have you seen that Goldblum series that's coming out, The World According to Jeff Goldblum? Mm-hmm. No. Oh wow! Just, that sounds good. You watch the trailer; it's just him basically going around the world doing stuff and being Jeff Goldblum. It looks absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. yeah, can't wait. They've got you then. Yep. Yeah, they found your weakness. They found your weakness. They have. Um, anyway, back to the film. So yeah, he's uh, Bruce Willis is back in time. He's confused. He thinks it's 1995, but it's not. It's 1990. <clears throat> Something's gone wrong, and um, oh, he's. I mean, I, they don't, don't really. Park isn't out yet. <laughs> Jurassic Park wasn't out, did you say? No, no. bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they don't really mention why he's so confused, but it's the time travel, isn't it? That's yeah. what's mucking him up. I think they say it later on, don't they, that it can kind of do... Oh, that's true. Like he's like, yeah. Because yeah. also, like most people can't survive it, can they? Or do anything useful or come back. No. I think that's implied. Makes as well. sense. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's not a... Um, it's not an awful version of time travel, is it? I mean, they they, they just don't show you what happens. Yeah, it just I like appears that. and disappears, which is quite good. Yeah. But they show the mental strain on him. Yeah. Um, mm. um, I think that's yeah. I mean, I think that's. I think what's clever about this film, in a way, is it doesn't it doesn't play the kind of stupid, uh, like oh, is he just mad? Is he really time traveling or not? The other characters think that they just think he's mad, but. I think it's clear to the audience he is time travelling because you're seeing mm. it and so it's the audience isn't confused, the other characters are. But then obviously with the introduction of that kind of um raspy voiced person in the next yeah. cell that mm. is maybe a bit that he's maybe losing his mind. Yeah, I that think kinda happens back later on. Later yeah. because yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. It, that's it's a strange thing that, yeah, about the mm. is it is it real or not. Um for now we kind of think it is and he's gone back. Uh, he's kind of a K-Pax figure, isn't he? Now he's in. Um... <laughs> That's the reference. Do point not I got. invoke that name. Do not no. invoke that Poppins Claws uh, film. Or he needs a pair of sunglasses. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I he's, guess he's locked up in a mental asylum um, where he meets uh, Jeffrey Goines, 
mm. played by a young Brad Pitt. And um, for me, this is the weakest part of this film. It doesn't help that the theme for this film is like a weird accordion piece. I which... hate the music for this whole film. Yeah. I hate it. What's up with that every... theme, though? It was awful. I hated every piece. It, it actually... It makes the film like a lesser film, the music. It's just yeah. stupid. The music is so kind of... It's like you're watching Kooky. like a Belgian, like a Belgian farce or something. It's but such I, an annoying that it score. Was, I assumed that it, that it was from Legetti, but it's not, is it? Um, which uh, makes it even more stupid. No, it just doesn't work, and, no. and it kind of wound me up every time. It's a guy it, who did the man who fell to earth. Oh, oh is well, it? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, Paul yeah, I, I, it's oh, a it's yeah, a very big strike against this film soundtrack. I would say, yeah, no, it's I very agree. jarring. And, it, and not only is it jarring, but it's so it comes back so often, and it's mm. it's almost like um, it's like nudging the elbow, going like, "Here's a weird bit." Yeah. and it's not even yeah. like we've watched films in the past where we've like the soundtrack has been like very like nineties or very like cliched yeah. for the period. But this isn't. This is deliberately, like, a deliberately. Oh, he didn't do Manifold to Earth. He played with Barry in the band. Oh right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes more sense. To Earth. Um, it's very deliberately put on, so yeah. you can't even say, "Oh yeah," but every film had a, a crazy accordion mm. in it at this point. No, no, you've you've picked that soundtrack, and it pissed me off. To be honest, I'd have to say, I didn't. The like other, it. like, though, I think this whole. Mental Asylum bit is the other bit of the film that is very 90s in that he sticks with these Dutch angles every mm. shot. Um, lots of like quick zoom-ins to crazy face and things like that. And really, yeah. I was worried, to be honest, up until about half an hour in, that this film was awful because I didn't enjoy any of this bit at all. Did you like any of the Asylum no. stuff? Or? No. This is the bit I remembered, though. Yeah, yeah, me too. I thought this was more of the film. I thought most of the film was in Actually, the Asylum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which goes to show you, yeah, what we remember. Yeah, no, it, it's a bit over... I mean, I don't know. I don't... Brad Pitt's okay. He gets better. It's a uh, bit comic book, isn't it? He's very jangly and, like, biting his nails and yeah. screaming and, like, it's a bit over the top. But... It reminds me of the Arkham Asylum bits out of the Batman Forever and, uh, you know, the Joel Schumacher yeah. Batman films. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, it has got that vibe, all these kind of like the orderlies, all like the way the orderlies are and stuff, yeah. and the doctors, yeah. All the cr- crumbling walls and the, you know, the old. Yeah. I like how it's got kind of a, you get that with his films, like a, like a crusty 1960s English, England, you know, of mm. like, you know, how like when we went to school and all the buildings were like that yeah. shit, like 1960s yeah. and the classrooms were very. Yeah, I think mm. the, the, um. the the better side of that is when you get the you know he goes to the panel, the board, and they're trying to find out what the deal is with him. Yeah, and he keeps yes. that. There's a lot of blackboards, aren't and stuff like that. And it's got yeah, that kind yeah. of smoky yeah. sort of. You're right, like a hazy '70s sort of vibe. And old men in like suits with yeah. clipboards, and and, it, and he loses all the stupid angles there, and the music drops down, mm. and it's, that's a really nice scene, I think. Cause it's um, yeah, it's like mm. I think it's handled quite well as well because they're they talk they they do actually want to know what's going on, don't they? And It'd be very easy to have him dismissed a lot quicker than he is. It seems like mm. you can imagine that being an act, how it would actually go down, wouldn't you? In a way, you know what I mean. Like it mm. doesn't seem particularly comic, no. Book, yeah. In the way that the scenes before did, and it's a good transition into the film getting better. Um, and I think the turning point for me was when he rung, rings up the number. You know, he's been yeah. given this number from the future. Yeah. And they say to him, mm. "You've got to ring this number, leave a voicemail, and we'll get back to you." And he rings the number, and I love how you only see the other side of the conversation. So it cuts to like this, this like yeah. flat, 
and there's a woman mm. with the children there, and you don't hear any of Bruce Willis's dialogue at all, do you? You just hear no. her talking. Yeah. And I think, oh, this is quite yeah. an interesting way to do this, isn't it? And you mm. think, well, what's going on here? Because mm. yeah, it's obviously it not what expected. Kind of yeah. 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 Um, the plot thickens, you might say. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a failed escape attempt. I don't mm. think it's worth talking about, really, because it's, I don't know, like, I guess Brad Pitt, what do you think about Brad Pitt in this film? I, I think he's not very good, but not I think he much gets to work better. With. I think he gets better. I think he's, his character becomes... I don't think becomes... he's ever very, very good. Oh, really? Mm. I'm not a Brad Pitt fan. Not no, Brad I don't Pitt particularly fan. like him. I like him in Seven. Um, yeah. Uh, does he just He's do all right in thing? Seven, but I mean, there's a reason why, it's like... He's very grey mm. in, his, in his performance. He's not... You know the end of Seven mm. when he goes he's a, a bit mad? That's yeah. He's a model that can act a bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, I can't think of any standout performances. I he's mean, crap in Fight Club. I, lo- I really like Fight Club, but he's not good in it. No, he's not the best. Normally, the films he's good in are actually ensemble casts where everyone else is like boosting him up. There's yeah. not. I can't think of a film that's just mainly him where he is the thing that you're watching. It's always there's other characters around him that are as interesting, so that kind of. Pushes him he doesn't up, really make much anymore, does he? I don't... The Tarantino one he was just in. Yeah, he, he was just bad in. He was uh, just in you know, it's, yeah. it's you know, Leo's doing a lot of the heavy lifting there as well, so Yeah. Yeah, funny, isn't it? Mm. People really, really rate him though, don't they? They think he's like they love him. People love him. Has you got an Oscar? Um nah. No. No. Nah. No, I don't think so. No. Not even for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> not even for that not even for that um, not even for that episode of Friends he's in where he hates Jennifer yeah, Aniston yeah, yeah, which yeah. is very good that's probably his best performance I love that I think it is actually yeah. um, uh, Ocean's uh, Eleven where he's eating in every scene yeah that's fucking weird isn't it yeah I, 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 no but in this I think as a character he gets better because he becomes more interesting because as you discover like who his dad is and like I think as he progresses the character becomes a little bit more you're like, you get more of it at this point. It's just a kind of cliche of a mad person. I think the payoff with him at the very, very end, the character's good. But I think even when like he comes back in like the, you know, that, that, that's posh dinner scene, I think yeah. he's still in a different film to the rest of them in a way. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know what you um, mean. Which I suppose is the point in a way, because you're meant to think he's mad. But, yeah. I mean, he's mad, but you know, <laughs> the kind of mad that will, that will bomb people. Mm. But I don't know. Um, Terry uh, Terry Gilliam was afraid that Brad Pitt wouldn't be able to pull off the nervous, rapid speech. He sent him to a speech coach, but in the end, he just took away Pitt's cigarettes, and Pitt played the part exactly as Gilliam wanted. <laughs> so, right. just deprive Perfect. someone of their uh, addiction, and they will give you a wonderful, <laughs> nervous, jittery performance. There you go. Good little trick. Yeah. There you go. For all you directors out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so he tries to get out, and that's all very, like, ridiculous. Although I do like the scene, you know, in the corner, Bruce Willis, in the corridor, and there's a very nice wide shot of them all trying to get him from either side. It's a bit like oh, trying to yeah. get the uh, the raptors in uh, <laughs> that Jurassic Park, the new one, Jurassic World. It might have been that a bit, yeah. but better. Um, and then he just vanishes. He's gone again. He just disappears. Mm. Uh, which is, I mean, that's the point when there's no two ways about it, really. Like, he's a time traveller, isn't he, yeah. for the audience? Yeah, because there's no. It's not like K-Pax where they give you these ample. <laughs> where nothing happens. Well, yeah, and they give you these ample excuses as to where yeah. he could have gone. Yeah. But like, like in this, there isn't a way he could be gone. Exactly. Um, up to this so, point, yeah. that first bit could have been a dream, couldn't it? Something. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but then guess. now it can't be. It's got to be that no. he's gone. Um, no. True. K-Pax. Which 
I think they're showing their hand too early there. Oh, okay. Like I don't, I don't think you need to do that necessarily. Um, I don't know. But I suppose you do see a lot of the future. It's weird because there's so much placed on as the film goes on. So many of the characters start to act strange as though it isn't real, don't they? Mm. But we also it doubles down on us knowing that it is really happening. So it's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess you need an impetus for Madeline Stowe's character. You need to have that passing of time where she spent that she spent yeah. years like obsessing over like what happened to him. Like, yeah. was it real? Was you have to have some time to pass because she has to become like as caught up in it as everyone else. Else, she wouldn't be invested, would she? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so he's back in the future. We get this recurring dream as well that keeps coming back, and this is mm. taken from uh, Jetty. Um, and where he sees the face of a man who he now thinks is Brad Pitt mm. uh, walking through an airport and a, a crashing briefcase and I mean you know I mean I didn't remember the film but you know at this point he's the kid yeah. don't you yeah um, it's kind of obvious like, but yeah mm. I wish I, I really wish you could erase knowing things from your mind you know because because <laughs> I've seen that Legetti more recently I've seen 12 Monkeys and so you just don't know you know what I mean? Like, it'd be nice to yeah. know how you think of things before you know things. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But this is kind of a cliche in cinema now, this whole... Especially yeah. with time travel stuff, you kind of... We're all kind of cine-literate enough to go, yeah, yeah well, he, he could be the kid because it's time travel. You have to do travel. the link-ups. Yeah. You have to do the link... The, yeah. What's it called? Where you do a predetermined... What's it called? I don't know. Paradox. It's got a particular name where... It like it causes that loop. Oh, um, yeah. It just isn't it just a time yeah. paradox. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Terminator sort of. Yeah. Loop. yeah. Um, this twist though is handled a lot better than the later twist of the guy who does the actual bombing, which yeah, his reveal is is pathetic <laughs> and so blatant and kind of a bit lazy. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, oh, in fact, that's now, isn't it? Because she's doing her. Um, she, the next thing is we go back to the past again because it's yeah. Bruce Willis has done a great job. Basically, they're all really impressed, and I love these scenes. They're really good fun. These scenes in the future with all the scientists talking to him. Yeah, and yeah. They're all a bit mad, aren't they? Mm. Um, mm. Which I, I don't really know. Like, actually, we'll come to that at the end because we're doing that. What happens next? But it, it's thing, good but... how he doesn't really know what the mission is either. Like, yeah. it is kind of weirdly realistic that he's been given a job he doesn't really understand. And yeah, like you say, they're all like, "Oh, well done. Yeah, that was great. What you did was brilliant." Like yeah, he's been really told seeing... to bring stuff back, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. or observe that spider. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Like you don't really know, and and he's just really it makes him more confused, doesn't it? Um, yeah, what's going on? It just on. gets me with this sort of stuff. Like it's like you're seeing like half of a story. Whenever they do a time travel thing with someone going back to fix something, yeah, it's like if it's not fixed, we're not seeing the story. Like. This is not yeah. the story because, like, he could fuck up and then they just send, a, like, ten more people back to earlier. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but that's why you've got to accept that we're, whenever you see a, a time film, we're always seeing mm. the last version that gets the paradox, paradox stuck, aren't we? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, Unless and, you're watching... Oh, uh, know, other than, what's that one we saw with the guy with the bandages? That's yeah. the only film that yeah, didn't do that. Yeah, you see him do it... Uh, what was it? Oh, Time uh, time, crisis? time Crimes. Time Crimes. Time Crimes. Time Crisis is the game, isn't it? Time Crisis is the game. Time Crimes. Yeah, Time Crimes. Yeah, you, you know you're seeing three attempts in that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 
but yeah, no, I, I agree. It's that kind of thing where you just you can't think about it, can you? Because your brain will melt or <laughs> just get frustrated with it. Um, but yeah, he, so he's sent back again because he's done so well um, to continue his mission. And I think he's told more explicitly now, isn't he? He's looking for the twelve monk, the army of the twelve monkeys. Yeah, um, which he wasn't before. Um, yeah. And he's given. Doesn't, he, doesn't he get sent back to the like World War One in, in between this bit? Oh yeah, yeah. Which is weird, isn't it? Like that's, that was a good little scene. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. I like that a lot. And I also like the implication that this is happening a lot, and because this is a whole like she's. Now this is weird as well about the character. Um, Jose. What's her name? No, not um, the guy. Oh no, Madeline Stowe. Uh, Catherine, yeah, Catherine. Yeah. The weird thing about her character is that she's doing this big conference where Bruce Willis eventually gets to after World War One, where mm. she's talking a lot about how there's these weird events happening through time where people are appearing, disappearing, yeah. and talking about stuff, and yet. And, and talking about this catastrophe that's coming, and yet when she's confronted with someone who's actually she's seen disappear yeah, and yeah. talks about this catastrophe, she's yeah. very unwilling to accept. Yeah, that's, that's, what's that's going kind on. of a bit of all the people that should be down with this. Yeah. It should be her. It's yeah. strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's a good idea, isn't it? the idea that, that that they are accidentally popping up all over the place? And mm. yeah, because they're not very good at it. Yeah, yeah, they're just getting stuff wrong. Yeah, I mean that's maybe like that would be a good time travel film where in you know, wherever we've that wherever the technology is, they can't really control it. So people, yeah, are just sent to random places yeah. and they don't really it's a bit know. Like, um, quantum leap. Yeah, I guess like quantum yeah, leap, not like but with less of a but less purpose. useful. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, less useful. <laughs> like, you, yeah, you can't really change anything. Like, you can't really, yeah, you can't really do anything. You can't really just keep on jumping thing. until you get back to vaguely the right time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you leave messages somewhere and they pick them up like, oh, oh, he went to the medieval times. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I mean, if you left it in like, a, if you got misfired and then you wrote it down and then they literally found the book and were like, oh, before we send you, we've already got this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going. Oh, uh, shit, yeah. Yeah, we won't bother. Yeah. Um, and then mind explodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so at this, uh, she's doing this press conference, and afterwards she's signing books, and a very creepy-looking guy with his, yeah. with his hair comes over and very, very pointedly <laughs> talks to her about the apocalypse and how great that'd be. Ridiculously creepy. I mean, like this guy is like acting, overacting his ass off, isn't yeah. he? Like he's in tons of stuff, isn't he? I wrote, I wrote, what else is he in? Uh, he's in oh, he's in Contact. Uh, I don't remember him in Contact though. He was in the Green Mile as well. Uh, but he's in a lot, isn't he? Like, isn't he the blind guy in Contact? No, that's no, um, that he's quite famous, isn't he? That bloke. He's oh, in other stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but anyway, this, yeah. This guy's a classic that guy, isn't he? Yeah. He's in lots like, of television as well, isn't he? Yeah, I guess you're as an audience who hasn't seen the film, you're supposed to go, oh, another weirdo, oh, whatever. There are loads of weirdos, so <laughs> you know, just add him in the pile with because you you're kind of convinced it's Brad Pitt at this point, like. But I mean, even though, even if that's the case, it's not long till they show him in the actual lab where the virus is. <laughs> you're like, well, okay, again, yeah. it's quite clearly this guy. You know, yeah, yeah, they play their <laughs> hand a bit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it becomes like a road movie now, doesn't it? Weirdly, yeah. because she gets out of here and Bruce Willis um, yeah. kidnaps her. And for me, I thought I really enjoyed it. Sort of from here on in, like it was mm. because you don't really know it's- where it's going, do you? Well, it's like it's kind of interesting because as she becomes more convinced that it's real, he becomes less convinced that it's real, doesn't he? Yeah. So he starts kind of thinking he is he is mad, but she's convinced that he isn't mad. Um, 
but, then, like I say, they kind of connect up. They connect up why Brad Pitt is important because of his dad. So yeah. you're like, oh, okay, and it kind of starts to make a bit more. The plot makes a bit more sense. Like, you so know. you know the idea about how like he's becoming more convinced that he is mad. Yeah. The, the the main sort of supporting thing for that is like the media around him, like the the TV, the radio, and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Like he keeps seeing like there's a time travel thing. Um, oh, there's the thing about the kid in the well, isn't there, or whatever? That's the what the proves. Well. That's what proves that he's. No, but the stuff that's not related to the actual stories, like there's a Woody Woodpecker episode this show that relates to what he's oh. talking about. The songs on the radio are all about what what's going on in, uh, at that time, yeah. things like that. So all that stuff, are we meant to believe that's happening or is that not happening? Because what, you know mm. what I mean? Like, because why is all that, I, I didn't really get that. Why is all the stuff he's consuming geared towards what's going on in his life? Mm. I don't know. Are the scientists controlling that, maybe? I don't know. It didn't really fit because... You know, it is, and it's a it's a like a recurring motif that basically every time he wakes up somewhere, there'll be a TV on showing something like it's um, like the Marx Brothers at one point, and they're yeah, it's they're on the run and things like that. It's all related to stuff that he's doing. Mm. No, I don't. No know. theories as to what's going on there. It's strange. No, just a red herring, I suppose, isn't it, to make you think that he's going mad? I suppose. Yeah, yeah, but a bit of yeah, an I annoying mean, to, one. It, it's to push the th- idea that, yeah, it could all just be a dream yeah. at the end of the day. Mm. But again, it's just that seems redundant, doesn't it? And we know it's so mm. blatantly obvious it isn't a dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's strange. No. It, I don't know. It feels like it's missing something to tie it all together in a way. Mm. Uh, and it's funny because he had, uh, Gilliam had, uh, uh, what's it on this? He had um, Final Cut on this. Yes. Uh, yeah, which was, it was yeah. the first time in his career he had it. Yeah. And he was really surprised because of because um, it was with Universal and obviously with Brazil, he had a lot of problems. And I mean, to be honest, I think it's the first, probably only Gillian film where he's got a final cut that's actually any good because a lot of his later stuff, mm. I don't really rate at all. Like, um, like I think he's he's very good at like you said, he's good at ideas and he's good at. There's a moments of his films where you're like, oh wow, but then overall they're not. You know, I mean, I have, I used to love Time Bandits. I haven't seen yeah, it for a really long Brown time. Brown as well as a good yeah, it. yeah. I saw Time Bandits the other week. Is it Maybe still still good? Screening. Yeah, I mean, it's a kids' film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know, it overall, it's a good idea. I mean, you couldn't make a film like that now, obviously, and no. yeah. it's it's yeah. I, I mean, it's an important film. I think mm. I, I, you know, I wouldn't say it's a classic. No. No, okay. That's kind of his thing, isn't it, though? Like, the, yeah. visually arresting, got some good ideas, mm. not classics. Mm. No. Um, yeah. I guess, like, Fear and Loathing is probably the closest he gets to a complete sort of yeah. film. Yeah. But I don't really like bits of that as well. It's, it's I don't know. Mm. I think Brazil would be a classic if it wasn't so long. Yeah. I, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Brazil, again, for me, is more... Go- it's, like, visually more interesting than it is as a, as a film in a way. Mm. We should watch Brazil, shouldn't we? We haven't done that yet. It's, a... it's got lots to say, Brazil. Yeah. Like, as far as... But a lot of it's lot borrowed, of what it's saying from other yeah. stuff, isn't it? It's the... Anyway. Yeah. Um, Do you know what the uh, original tagline for this film was going to be? Um, it's stupid. Uh, uh, Bruce Willis is up to some monkey business. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that. Uh it was, it's nearly as stupid, the future is in the hands of a man who has none. 
they, yeah, they quickly realised that people would think that Bruce Willis would have no hands. Yeah. So they had to yeah. stop. They had to remove it because they realised that that does not make sense. <laughs> so that's. I was going to say he's got no time. Yes, he has no right, future. Okay, sorry. Yeah, right, yeah. He, not that he has no hands. <laughs> read, read, it, read it again, Alex. The future Jesus. is in the hands of a man who has none. <laughs> That's brilliant. Did they, did they yeah. make posters with that? Was it? Did it get as far no, as that? It says or? originally suggested. The originally the tagline oh, right. originally suggested for this film was uh, it was considered to be confusing as it made it sound like he had no hands, as opposed to no future. Yeah. Did you did you just swap that around or something? Is there a way of making that work? Uh, I'm trying to think. A man with no future. A man with no future mm. has the chance to save it. And also has hands. Yeah. <laughs> man... Future is in... Brackets has hands. <laughs> who has no... The future is in the hands of the man who has no future? No, that sounds stupid. Uh, no, I don't think there's a way of doing a it. A man who has enough hands, but not of the time variety. Yeah. Yeah. The hands... On his body will hold the hands of time. <laughs> that's it, How about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Or no, you can put like corporeal hands. Check metaphorical hands. No, <laughs> no. Future. Future. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got hands, but he's got no future. That'd be like the kind of like eighties like comedy. Yeah. Coming soon this summer. Bruce Willis has hands. Whoopi Goldberg is Twelve Monkeys. She's got hands. She's, she's got, got hands. no future. Yeah. <laughs> Could what was the tagline I did go with? Do you know what the one they used was? Uh, oh, no, is it don't. here? Uh, the future is history. Eh, that's better. It's better, but... Yeah. I think it should have gone with a monkey joke. You're right. It's a bit lame, that. It's a bit lame, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. You'll go bananas over this yeah. time travel. I'm not sure I like the whole just random title thing with Terry Gilliam. Mm. Like, because as a sales, from a sales point of view... yeah. Mm, that it's very it's like they're just it's a random. good I like the logo though with the monkey and the clock I think that's a cool logo yeah do you remember the original poster I'm cause that I, poster I've seen though with like is ha- Willis with an eye like a Terminator yeah that's terrible because I oh, had I the you know, red, the red poster with just the logo I had that on my yeah. wall when I was a kid but yeah the one that's on Wikipedia it makes no sense because he's got like a red yeah laser Terminator eye and that's the monkey what? thing in his eye yeah yeah, it's oh, a completely different film. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, that's a really weird poster. Yeah, now, now you've said it. Yeah, I do remember that poster. But that's the poster which is on like Wikipedia and stuff. Yeah, that seems what the new poster is. Yeah, he never has a Terminator eye in the whole film. That's no. weird. Why would they? Although oh. at the end, Brad Pitt's got a red. Um, he has a red contact lens in, doesn't he? Yeah. On um, you know they're in like the um, the mini that... thing. Is that an homage to uh, Last Action Hero, to Charles Darby's <laughs> Last Action Hero? <laughs> oh, man. Yes. That, that's a great film. So uh, there's a TV series of this, right? Yeah, yeah. there is. Well, there was. It was cancelled, wasn't it? Don't know anything right. about it, though. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get back to the actual story. So, um, yeah, it's all going off, basically. Bruce mm. Willis is going around trying to work out what's going on. Madeline Stowe's going mad. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, as, he, as I said, the World War One thing, she sort of rejects him. He vanishes again. And then she realises, hang on, uh, he was in World War One. She finds a picture, doesn't she, in her flat. And Bruce yeah. Willis is there in the nud trying yeah. to get this guy. Yeah. Um, when Bruce Willis wakes up in the future this time, this is the weirdest bit of the film, I think. He's in like, his bed's like got like uh, 
like a child's motif on the duvet. And oh yeah. He wakes up with a a, a, a framed picture hanging above the bed. I and like then that. All the scientists yeah, really are like cool, singing that. a song to him. Yeah. That's really, I there? like that. I like that having the, the the framed photo above the bed. I think that's a really nice image. No, I don't know what it is, mm. but it is. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? They're all like really pleased with him, aren't they? Yeah. And this is this their idea of what would be good for him? Maybe. Yeah. yeah like calm him down. I don't, I don't know. know. It's it's an odd thing. Um, mm. It's a bit like two thousand and one style play on that vibe. I think. Like in the bed, mm. maybe. I don't know. So Bruce Willis is back for the third yeah. act, and now he is right. He's now not thinking he's mad, isn't he? He he thinks he's not real at all. Yeah, he's completely like it's all bollocks. Yeah. So I'm making it all up. Yeah, this isn't this isn't what, happening. Why is he thinking that? Crisis. Well, isn't but this you've had the kind of raspy voice bloke, haven't you? Who's appeared? Oh right, yeah. So calling Bobby in. in the, yeah, yeah, like the he's so he's in the cell next to him, and then he's in he's a tramp in the street, and he says that whole thing about you got to pull your teeth out because yeah, they're like tracking you. they're tracking you in your teeth, and that that's the only element where you're like, but hold on, how is that guy in both places? Mm. And then when they confront him, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not a time traveler. It doesn't they, don't, like, they don't explain that, do they? No, they never explain that, and that's a bit weird. Um, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, she's become more convinced because of the whole little boy thing, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, boy down the and well. then there's the weird thing that the police think he's killed Madeline Stowe because they find a body or something, don't they? Yeah, I didn't get that either because they find they find her car off the road, don't they, and a mutilated mm. body in the forests. And before that, we've seen them go off into the forest, and he holds her hands as though he's yeah. going to do something bad. Um, yeah. But they never really explain. Who that was? No. Like, did they kill someone in the forest? Well, no, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's like it's missing a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you've also found out that Brad Pitt's dad is doing <laughs> research on animals, and he's part of the army. And Brad Pitt's made this like they've he's gone into this animal activist, hasn't he? And he said, "No, you're all crap. We're going to do more mucked up shit than you're doing. We're going to go." You know, we're going to take it to the, you know, take it to the man and do some like stunts, you know, yeah. extinction spe- rebellion stunts. what they are. Yeah. 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 So, uh, well, no, they don't, they say he's going to uh, let a hundred snakes loose in the Senate. That was it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what he's going to do. That's his plan. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, his, his dad's making this uh, deadly virus for reasons that they don't explain that either, do they? What is he? No. No, they he, don't. He's synthesising this virus because mm. I, I thought it'd be that the guy had done it off his own bat and he wasn't aware of it. But the, but the boss is very aware of what's going on, mm. and they're kind of like, "Don't let that out." Um, and yeah. then we see the guy, the apocalypse dude. I'm just, from if, on. I'm just reading a synopsis to see if anyone shed any light on this. Yeah, it is a bit bit of a mess. But I mean, at um, least at least the dad does go, "Oh, my son's a bit nuts. We should probably like lock this facility down a little bit because he might do something." Yeah. Like that's yeah. quite like normally films wouldn't do that. They would yeah. normally be like, "Oh, there'll be no problem for." Yeah, it's a good, that's a good line as well because it does it. You makes you think a bit, isn't it? Like, oh, hang on, what's the what's the deal? Yeah. Because he could have yeah. done the twist of like it's the dad who does it, wouldn't you? Like the dad's going to make yeah. some money out of it, whatever. But no, um, and yeah, so he the dad gets kidnapped, doesn't he, by his son? And you're thinking, yeah. oh, they're getting ready to do some real bad shit here. Yeah. And their idea of bad shit is they go to the zoo and let all the animals out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But then that is quite clever because it then explains why there's like all those weird animals yeah. Uh, yeah. in the city, which you didn't really understand. Like, you're like, oh, owls, okay, I can buy that. But then you're yeah. like, oh, why is there a lion on the... Uh, yeah. So that's quite good, I think. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, it all at this point, towards the end, the last, like, half an hour, it does come together really well, doesn't it, I think? It it mm. it all it does pay off a lot of it. And if you, you've got yeah. to ignore, ignore a lot of the stuff that's not made a lot of sense. But um, when they go to watch uh, Vertigo in mm. um, the cinema... Like from there, okay, I love that little like, bit of like, it's like a bit of respite, isn't it? In effect, mm, yeah. Um, and they watch Vertigo, and it's there's, there's a lot of references to Vertigo in the film, aren't there? I read, which I don't really know Vertigo that well. Alex, do you know what? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's just the whole thing of like her. I guess it's the whole reference to her being the woman in his dreams. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and him dressing her up like, like him remaking her in the model of. Of of his dream woman, but then, right. but it's a bit different because she obviously is that woman. But that's yeah. kind of a, like links in with Vertigo, uh, in a way, yeah. which is kind of you know, yeah. It's but got he's yeah, got that ridiculous disguise, where isn't he, with his big moustache? Yeah, but it's that. <laughs> there's a few films you've watched, and I, I always like it where you know you see the pieces coming together. Mm. It's always satisfying, yes. isn't it? Even though it's obvious, yeah. Yeah, it just feels nice, doesn't it? You're like, oh yeah, this is like time. You can't escape time. It's all coming together. How he remembers it for such yeah. a boy. It's mm. such a nice feeling in a way, isn't it? Mm. Um, and I think yeah, the the, the final scenes as they get to the airport and it all the the his one his cellmate who's in World War One comes back from the future and he's got the voicemail that Bruce Willis has left and he's like, yeah, you left the voicemail. We got it. It's all going brilliantly. Like yeah, um, you know, it's all it's all working. But then of course. Um, it doesn't work, and it plays out exactly how it played out before. In that the guy who did the the apocalypse guy gets away, Bruce Willis is shot, and it turns out that son Bruce, uh, baby Bruce Willis, saw himself getting shot. Yeah, as a baby, um, which is very satisfying. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but then the last scene is on the plane mm. where the guy is flying off to go and do his nefarious work all over the place. There's lots of air, airline tickets. Um, doesn't make sense because you wouldn't hand in those tickets at, at the first desk. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, like they care where you're going next. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to here and here. And here. Oh, I don't care, mate. Here's my six tickets. Go. Take them back. <laughs> no, they do that. <laughs> yeah. Connections, don't they? Yeah, but he's getting off, isn't he? I don't think he's doing connecting flights. Yeah, I think he's yeah it's out. not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So he's on the plane, and then the bit that I want you to explain because I don't get it is. Yeah. Why is one of the scientists yeah. sat next to the guy on the plane? And she says she's in insurance, doesn't she? Yeah. So are we meant to imply that what the scientists were doing were ensuring that the future that happens happens? As in, they want that future to come. They want a future where oh. they're subjugating prisoners and they're, they want that future. That's the good future for them because they're in charge. So she's making sure that future happens. Ah, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So she's actually back from the future as well mm. to ensure um, he's on, or gets on the plane. No. No, I think that's her... That's just their MO. Yeah, that, I think she she just is who she is. I mean, it, d- it depends how yeah. far off the future wa- world is. That's a dark is. take on it, though, Alex. So hang on, so is she aware... Oh, yeah. in, in the past, in 96, is she aware what that guy's doing? Well, yeah, no, yeah, because she looks the same, doesn't she? Yeah. So the the future scenes we see, I've written down here, uh, although never addressed directly in the film, the script and some promotional material reveal the future scenes take place in 2035. 
Yeah. So she has to have time travelled. So when she says, yeah, I'm in insurance, what she is is she's insuring that that man with the viruses is on that plane yeah. to infect all those people and kill all the people and give them the outcome of a future where the yeah, scientists are in charge. Time back, yeah. So she's time-travelled, yeah. yeah, to make sure Bruce Willis does his thing, everyone does their job kind of thing. Yes. Um, because, the work, like I guess, in their mind... Like, there is only one timeline, and it has to be so, I guess. Yeah, That's, yeah um, that makes sense. Good reading. Yeah, that that was what I think, but, I mean, I don't know. Okay. You know. But she dies, right? Well, she'd have to die, because he's infected with the virus, isn't he? Oh, no, because no. they say that not everyone is infected, do they, though? Cause oh, some people, are, some people have got immunity, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, sure. So she's the only one of the scientists in immunity, so she's allowed to be on the plane. And they sent her back to do it. Yeah, and say, oi, here's, you know, yeah, here. Oh, yeah, because, like, theoretically, everyone in the future is immune, aren't they? So they could all go back to wherever and be fine, couldn't yeah. they? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's um, my reading. But you're right, it's a very dark ending. But yeah. maybe maybe that's why, like, that is because he had Final Cut, they probably well, I mean, wouldn't have wanted. The whole film is dark because of the fact that yeah. it's basically pointless, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Nothing that happens affects anything. It ends the same way no. it starts. No, it's mm. it's a very tragic. Yeah, it's a yeah. tragic. But um, most, I think, maybe time travel stories do work better when they are tragic like this because, like, like Chris said, you could just if it didn't work, you just send thirty people back, or you just send a robot back, or you just send you know you yeah. just keep going, wouldn't you? Until well, I mean, you make it work. That's the reason that nearly all of them end this way, isn't it? Because you invite mm. too many questions by actually changing it, it, it becomes unless you're like mm. Bill and Ted, which yeah. <laughs> in which case you could change <laughs> bits. Um, Don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or yeah, right. or you do the Back to the Future alternate timelines yeah. business. I Disappearing guess. limbs on photos, or the JJ verse. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, before we get to what we thought of it, let's do the new segment. What happens next? Yeah. What well, everyone happens next. Everyone dies. Uh, Bruce it just gets caught in a loop. The universe yeah. is caught in a loop. Bruce Willis is, grows up. Being obsessed with women that look like Madeline Stowe. And it's a bit like that other film we watched where by having a loop, it keeps the human race alive yeah. or something. Yeah, the loop has to happen. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Willis becomes a murderer, I suppose, isn't he, as well? That's, they say he's yeah. a murderer. Well, as a child, he witnessed some pretty mucked up stuff. I suppose, yeah, it's going to... Uh, mm. Maybe that's you. what happened to him. Mm. Um, he does that terrible film with Meryl, with uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Helen Mirren. What film was that? Red, Red, whatever it's called. <laughs> I've not seen that. Jurassic Park is released, but everyone's dead, so they don't get to watch it. Everyone's dead, so they can't appreciate it yeah. as well. As much no, it's already as come out. It's 95, 96, 96, oh, 97. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. already out. out. Video. Okay. Lost well, no World doesn't come out. Few. It's a better yeah. world. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then it just goes back around again, I guess. Oh, you know but... what annoyed me as well? Um, in the 90, like, 1997 bits... Mm. All the posters on the walls are promoting Seal's first album, Seal, which came out in 1990. Oh, that's it's weird. It's a failure of, of, of I didn't notice design. that. What a, yeah. Well, maybe it's actually a different universe then. What a weird thing. What a weird piece of cross-promotion. Well, no, I think it's just that because they were set dressing for 1990 and they thought, what albums come out in 1990? Oh, so, oh actually, but, came out, but yeah, why Seal? Oh, no, hang on. And it came out in 94, this album did. It's his second album, which is not his first album. It's Seal, Seal. Why did Seal <laughs> name his second album Seal? Uh, because, you know... What did oh, he his call first his first al- album? His first it's called, called Seal as well. His first album's called Seal as well. Yeah. 
So he's got two albums called Seal. Yeah, his third album's called Human Being. And his first album, <laughs> it's called Seal. So it's it's his name, his name again, and what he is. Yeah. He's oh, a human se- being. Sorry, Seal 4. So at least he put a number on it after that. Do you think the third <laughs> album he thought people might not be buying my material because they think I'm a, a seal, an They've actual seal it. that can sing? So I better tell them I'm a human being. Yeah, perhaps. Do you think that was what it was? This marketing's not working. I better tell them I'm a human being and not a and not I, a kind of a, a mammal that. that lives in the. Uh... Look at look at the cover of a uh, seal human being. It's terrifying. Seal, seal human being. Look at that. Ugh. Oh wow! I wouldn't okay. buy that. No. Anyway, we've gone wildly off track. This is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. Sorry, wow. I just didn't like the use of the poster, but now I've seen it probably was actually quite good. Um, yeah. do you, also, do you think that the band Muse got their name from the posters advertising a band called Muse in this film? Oh, probably. maybe. Yeah, probably. Think? Yeah. yeah. They knew there was an opening there and they knew that they wanted to be part of history. Yeah. Terry uh, Gilliam's yeah, history. There's a reference to Stockholm Syndrome in this film. There's a Muse song called Stockholm Syndrome. Do you think oh. that every Muse song is a reference to 12 Monkeys? Maybe. I would love maybe. it. Imagine well, if that basically. happened. Yeah. yeah. Why I not? Mean, I, I, I could buy that. Maybe. I've heard worse, crazier things. Yeah, yeah. it'd be brilliant. Muse, okay. if you're out there, please address please this. Please let us know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> please tell us. <laughs> um, right, Chris, did you enjoy 12 Monkeys? Uh, yes, I did. I thought, I, I, I'm i like, I'm with you. I like how they brought it all together mm. at the end, even though you kind of knew what was happening. Um, I was half remembering stuff. But I, yeah, I thought it was had some interesting elements to it. I like also just the general randomness you get with Terry Gilliam. Like everything came together and makes sense, but there are some random shit things going on there, which do leave you like, what, what was that about? What was that about? Mm. Um, which is just the, you know, just the, you know, the creative frills to the story, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, Alex, what do you think? I hate the music and I, I really hate the music. I really hated the music, yeah. but uh, it's weird because as a film, I remember it being one of those films that I saw and was like, oh, I just don't understand it. But it actually makes a lot of sense. And in a good way, it all kind of, apart from the things you've pointed out about why are the TV doing this and all that. But as a story, it completely, it completes itself. And I think that's really good. Mm. Um, no, I think it works really well. I think it's a, it's a, yeah, it, it looks different. It's interesting. I think they get a good performance out of Bruce Willis, which is a, mm. is a good thing to have. Um, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's an entertain. It's, it's quite entertaining. It keeps you engaged throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I like it. I just wish there was a different soundtrack. <laughs> that it really bugged me. The soundtrack it really bugged me. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's quite and the titles, the titles. Yeah, the titles. Yeah. It's quite I mean, commercial, terrible, really, yeah. isn't it? It's quite a commercial film in a weird way. Yeah, I mean, Don't it made think... loads of money, didn't it? As well, yeah. You well, can see loads, why, though. I think budget. you can see it's quite a. It, it, it does all play out, and it does all loop. It does all work out. It's not it's like that other one we watched the other week, where uh, it was a video game. Existence. Yeah, mm. like just that era of like. Big names, mm. which weren't quite—they go on to become massive, yeah. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, yeah, and that's quite. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's for for Cronenberg. That's quite another commercial film. I don't mm. know. Yeah, but, but no. I mean, it, yeah. I think it's good. It's a. It's not one of the best films on our list, but it's a a no. good film on our yeah. list, definitely. 
it's I on also the really side. enjoyed it, and I think that it, it it helps it that the first like half an hour is so bad because it was such a relief that it became something better. Because I was really yeah. not enjoying that. that they, stuff they get that mad stuff out the way quickly. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's a, yeah, it's a pity it's there, but the rest of it is so. It, like it was kind of like a redemption story for me of like oh wow this mm. is a good mm. film you know <laughs> it, compared to how it started so it was interesting and it, yeah it was I don't know it, like a good ending does a lot for a film I think and it, yeah. it it's just so satisfying to watch it all come together yeah. and it's as I say it's a weird thing because it's not often that you you see something play out the way you know it play out it's that thing of like why I think twists are overrated because mm. I don't I think there's a lot to be said for a story that ends how you expect it to end, as long as it ends well. You yeah. don't need to twist and turn everywhere, do you? No. Uh, no, like you say, it's like you're seeing all the pieces fall into place. Yeah, and you go, oh, okay, oh, that's yeah. why that person looks like that. And oh, oh, that's where they are. And that's, that's yeah, it's satisfying for the audience to be yeah, like definitely. on the same page as the film. That's nice. The film's yeah. not judging you. It's not trying to be better than you. And it uh, seems like we're all on the same page too. So let's yeah. rank this film. <clears throat> Where do we think this should go? Oh, I think this is going to be quite a high one, to be honest. I'm thinking top 30s at least. Um, um, nah. No? Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, I really liked it. Um, oh, actually, I'll put it above Dark City. I don't I think it's better don't. than T2, but maybe it's better than Under the Skin. Yeah. Under the Skin. Uh, really yeah, under the skin of the film was really bad. Contact I like as well. Yeah, no, I'm not thinking lower now. Thirty-five. <laughs> um, I think thirty-six because I think Westworld's a better film. Yeah, Westworld is a better film. Yeah, okay. I mean that's still quite high. Yeah, it's still quite high. I just got too excited there. <laughs> Number ten, no. <laughs> uh, yes, good, good. Film Terry yeah. Gilliam at Twelve Monkeys, without a doubt, the highest will be troubling this list. I'd imagine. Well, we'll have to see for Brazil because well, I've know. never seen it. I've never seen oh, it. Brazil, so of course, yeah, Brazil. Yeah. I can't, um, I can't weigh in. Yes, I forgot Brazil. That might mm. be a bit behind. Okay, cool. Right, next on the list of things to do, it was Chris's birthday. Happy birthday, Chris! Happy birthday! Thank you. How did you spend your uh, birthday? A good time. Uh, went to the pub. Nice. Uh, three times. Mm. In one day, yeah, no, three different days, three different, three days. different, three different birth celebrations. You like the Absolutely. queen plus one, different group, different <laughs> groups of people, different times, different things. Did you get in a uh, oh, I can't mention that story, can I? Is that an off air one? No, okay, that wasn't off, <laughs> uh, that was an off air yeah, story. No, de- off, st- off air, right, okay. I know what that was, off that's air. off air. But I can ask, did you go to any house parties with any 20 year olds? Because that was an on air story, wasn't it? Yeah, uh. He's not saying no. <laughs> Actually, that weekend, I think I did drop by a 20-year-old's uh, house party. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, a load of 20-year-olds. Yeah. Did you say to them, I'm 35 today? It was to do with, like, the Rain Dance Film Festival, and there's lots of young people involved with that, uh. so it's just by chance. Was it very much like the scene from Weird Science? Very much. <laughs> yeah. Except none of them know what real weird science is. That's the sad thing. Yeah. Like they thought they'd had all those ideas originally. Yeah, we thought that woman being stripped yeah, naked like, and sucked yeah, up just the chimney. In a microwave, like in weird science, and they're like, What? Um no. what was it's quite sad really. It's like I can't have many conversations because 
There's just, I mean, I don't have many references, I don't think, for my <laughs> age group, and these have got fuck all. Yeah. Why are you there then? If you can't talk to anyone, I just bring them, I force subject matter of my own right, okay. choosing onto them. Good yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah, educate yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have to take it more top level, cut chat. It has to be medium talk. Right, okay. You know, not, not small talk. What do you think about talk. film? Yes. <laughs> that kind of thing. What's your favourite yeah, book? Uh, form of entertainment? Right, okay. These people don't even have TVs nowadays. This is the problem. Mm. We haven't got a, a, a TV aerial. Yeah, but these people don't even have like... An actual, a, actual TV. A large screen yeah. at their depot. They all just cower over their laptops and iPads and things. Yeah, I mean... It's mad. It's fucking my, mad. Yeah. As I'm doing a master's at the minute, and that's full of a lot of 23, 22-year-olds... Yeah. I feel like I'm 110. <laughs> it's a different world. Well, you are, really. They keep, like, referencing ways. memes, like, in oh, conversation. <laughs> and I'm, like, confused yeah. what they're saying. They all laugh. And I'll, like, look it up afterwards. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's they, strange. I think with this lot, it's if, if anyone does anything remotely where they can detect a pattern to their behaviour, mm. like, for instance, if I was to email a lot of people and say come to my birthday party or come help me out with this film you know they they just call you a bot <laughs> oh, right. oh. yeah okay so basically it's kind of the old days where you couldn't do anything like which would be perceived to be in like an area or something. Like try hard you could yeah you couldn't try yeah, yeah. like yeah. actually trying at things was yeah, yeah. A was sin. Bad. yeah. so nowadays <laughs> i think Trying is fine, but you can't do it in a detectably patternous way. Right, okay. Wow. You've got to keep your guess guessing. You've got to. So if you get, then you would like just. You're basically a butt. Get one person a drink, <laughs> but don't get two people a drink. Yeah. Otherwise, they can. They think they, they actually think <laughs> you're your a Terminator algorithm. Drink bot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's quite interesting. In 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 that, if you'd look at it in that sort of anthropomorphic, yeah. social wow. sciences sort of way, social sciences sort of yeah. way. Um, that's how I get off on these parties, basically. Yeah. Study. You're studying them. It's all study work, yeah. yeah. I think I have to adopt that approach, because at the minute I'm just, like, crying into my Greg's pasties <laughs> I get back on the train yeah. home. <laughs> so you're like... You're like, you're like... need to say to them, <laughs> I remember dimes when you used to get battered for trying, mate, so... <laughs> Are you like running in the next day and going, oh, has everyone seen keyboard cat? Yeah, have you seen that cat playing a keyboard? Oh, it's I mean, crazy. The, no, the thing is, <laughs> yeah. they're like, they're actual like, English literature memes. Like, I wish I could remember that the one yesterday is something like, oh, it's like that meme, um, uh, nominative determinism is something, something, lol. Oh, and I was like, what? It was so confusing. <laughs> I looked it up and it's like a picture of like someone out of Harry Potter with, with this big literature meme on it. Yeah. Oh my God. Different world. Oh yeah, and Harry wow. Potter, big news. I didn't know if, yeah. didn't if you knew that, but yeah, kids love Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> You're just dropping that out there, Harry Potter. Well, it's just weird because they're all grown up, but like they all wear I do love like how like, like I saw Ghostbusters hoodie. They're all wearing like Harry Potter hoodies and stuff. Oh, I mean, it makes yeah, sense, yeah. but it's just weird. Um, yeah, they love it. Anyway, I feel fucking old. I mean, if you want to, basically, I've had to improve my Harry Potter chat. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I like Harry Potter, know, but not that much. I know what house I am and everything. Oh. What would it be when um, when Logan's older with Alex? It'll be. I don't know. He's really into Yuji. Uh, no, uh, yokai at the moment, which I'm quite happy with. I don't know what it's that is. A, it's a Japanese thing where. Oh, yokai a, watch. Yeah, the yokai watch. Uh, yeah, he's, yes. he's really yeah. into that. But the, you know, this is the thing. This is the great thing about uh, like Netflix. For a while, Netflix had the old, uh, you know, the real Ghostbusters on it, and he became uh, yeah. obsessed with that. 
And I mean, that's what I watched. So I was like, yeah, I'm happy with this. Like, go for it. So it's all it will take with Netflix to buy some old series and all these references will be completely within my, like, within my realm. But, you yeah. know, I just have to keep up, I guess, for now. Yes. So, yeah, y- Yokai's big news in my household at the moment. Ooh, but, I mean, that'll, it'll be for this, these, a few I'll, months. I'll get myself a Yokai meme and go with that next week then. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. See so how that goes down. Sure. Yeah, try that. Yeah, but, like, you've been hanging around with five-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> too young <laughs> yeah um, yeah that's just weird right anyway Chris what was your what was your best present <clears throat> what was my best present um I got a pretty good barbecue utensil kit <laughs> okay <laughs> oh I also got the like it's like a manual for the USS Enterprise oh like a Haynes manual it absolutely yeah. is yeah and but I was well, I was got quite drunk, and then um, the morning after, I tried to read about warp cores, and I was sick. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but anyway, the correct and answer was... I put the book away. <laughs> um, the correct answer was, you've not had your best present yet, because your best present oh. is a free go on the, the wheel of science fiction rating system. So you yeah. get to pick a Miss film. Fortune. What's your film? Watch. Break the so, rules, Chris. Break the rules. Okay. So this is a film which we think is crap for this reason right no it's a film no. you want to watch for any reason it's a reason. film you want to watch for any reason okay well and it, and I, you can I break thought I'd go down the route of let's watch something really shit okay oh, okay if you want. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it was a toss up for me between Lucy Ooh. with Scarlett Johansson oh, yeah. has anyone seen that no I, I still haven't oh. yeah but we, we nearly did that and then we didn't so that's good yeah 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 or, or, or Independence Day Resurgence. Okay. Oh, which one are you going to go? What have you gone with? I went. I took. Let me just spin the wheel of disfortune. Like it. Independence Day Resurgence. I haven't seen this. You know. You're in for a treat. Oh man. I've. Not seen such a stinking, like festering pile of shit in all my time. I um, I watched this in Wellington, New Zealand, and I loved Wellington. I was having one of the best days of my life, (laughs) and I thought, yeah, I love Independence. Let's go and watch it, and it ruined the whole. It ruined your day, day, week, your holiday. Ruined Um, Wellington. Um. Yeah. Cool. So Independence Day resurgence that'll be coming up in a few weeks' time. Uh, Mm. Next week. We are watching the original Terminator because Terminator like eight or something's coming out soon. Terminator well, is it six, seven. What's it called? What? Dark Fate, isn't I've it? Lost track. I tried to watch. The, well, I, there's a graph where it shows the timelines and how different like things are going on. What's important, isn't it, about this one? Is well, it's not really, but what they're saying is important is it's that James Cameron's back. Like he's well, involved he's not, again. He's but the last one wiped out Terminator 2, right? Oh, Did I it? didn't see the last one. Not seen yeah. the last one. We're now on an alternative oh, universe no. than Terminator 2. But also he's not back, is he? He's just producing it. Yeah. With, with other people. It, we're like in a JJ-verse at the moment, oh, I think. Oh, Right. Okay. I mean, the tagline of this one is Welcome to the Day After Judgment Day, which would suggest that 2 did exist. Mm. Maybe? I don't know. Anyway, luckily we can forget all this. We're going back to the very first one and forget all about the expanded Terminator universe because it's yeah. terrible. Um, yeah. Before that, um, I've just got a seal update, right? <laughs> so you know we had seal one, seal two, no seal three, yeah. but a seal four. Yeah. yeah. He then goes on to make an album called System, 
an album called Soul, and then he mm. makes Seal 6. What? Begetting Seal 5, and then he makes Soul 2. And then... Wow, Seal, and then, you are all over the place. And then he just That's makes 7. So he drops Seal altogether, and instead goes to the number by itself and just makes 7. So, oh. This man, if you're a fan, would be an absolute nightmare to try and like catalogue yeah. in terms of... like. You know, if you're doing alphabetic or anything like that, because he's all over the shop. Do you think he'll now do five then? Or he'll do Soul what, Three maybe next. What 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 number did he miss? Seal five. Seal he missed, five. He missed three, five. <laughs> um, but he had named ones at that point, though, right? Yeah. So so they're there, but he just doesn't call them Seal. Yeah, I mean, because he's made an album called Standards, so technically Seal 8 is already out, but it's called Standards. This is more confusing than the Terminator. It is. Verse. Yeah, I want to see the film where it's someone trying to like just correct the Seal universe, going back through time. and <laughs> I want, yeah, like Terminator films where they're just taking down Seal posters yeah. and putting new ones on them, <laughs> yeah. like running around the universe, like replacing Seal yeah. memorabilia yeah. in people's flats. Yeah, oh. I mean, it's confusing because it says Seal. Seal album seven is the ninth studio album by Seal. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway, uh, that's enough Seal. So join us next week for The Terminator. Uh, go and listen to Kiss from a Rose. Oh, yeah. crazy. Na, 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 I'll put it straight at the end of that. Na, 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 na. Yeah, um, yes. Cool. Right, I'll see you all next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye. <laughs> side of me